Welcome to Growing Together with Dr. Brandon Key. Our vision at Graniteville Community Church is to see families growing together in Christ. Join us each week as we dive into God's Word and pursue His plan for us. Let's grow together. As we seek to live a life according to the kingdom of God, it becomes important that we live a life of worship. Now the question is, is what is worship? Um, sometimes we think of worship as something that takes place during the worship portion of a service or where we sing. Sometimes we think of worship as a certain genre of music maybe that we listen to while we ride down the road, but worship is much more than that. The definition of worship is a deep, abiding, genuine sense of gratitude to God for what He has done to us, what He is doing in us, and what He is doing through us. The next thing to look at is the idea, is worship private or public? Is worship something that we do when we gather together in church, or is it something we should do when we're riding down the road in the car? In reality, worship is both private and public. Worship is something that should be present in our life at all times. It should be something that we as believers come together to do regularly as we collectively reflect and reminisce on what God is doing for us. But it is something that we should also do privately um, in our own time where we have daily times where we reflect and we remember and we thank God for what He's done in our life. It, that helps bring about victory and strength in our life. But you see, worship is also more than that. Worship is actually a verb. Worship is something we do, and at the same time, it is something that our lives become. Worship is magnifying the worthiness of God. And through worship, as we focus on God, we will find ourselves focusing less on ourselves. And as we do that, we will find ourselves becoming more like Christ and less like ourselves. C.S. Lewis says this about God. In God, you come up against something which is in every respect immeasurably superior to yourself. Unless you know God as that and therefore know yourself as nothing in comparison, you do not know God at all. As long as you are proud, you cannot know God. So whenever we worship the Lord and we acknowledge who He is and what He is, we will realize that all we have and all that we are is because of Him. In worship, we recognize God's goodness in our life, His steadfastness in his li our life, the fact that He is always there, He never leaves, He never forsakes, and lastly, His victory that is available for us in our life. There is a realization that He is everything that we need and will give us everything that we need as well. In James chapter 1, the Bible says every good and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness nor shadow of turning. I love that verse because it lets me know every good thing comes from God. But then the last part he said there's neither variableness nor shadow of turning. Whenever you begin to turn, your body begins to give off a shadow as you begin to move. And that verse says there's not just not a chance that he's not going to change, but there's not even going to be a shadow. There's not even going to be a chance that he's going to change. He will always be good. He will always give good things. He will always be there for his children. 
Worship also takes us back to the place where we met God. You see, worship, it strips away all pride. It takes away all entitlement that we may have because then in that moment we recognize and we remember how lost we were, how broken we were, how much we had made a mess of things, how we couldn't fix things and how through Him He has delivered, He has set free, how that through Him He has provided everything to us. And as it humbles us, we become usable. Isaiah chapter 6 verse 5, Isaiah is encountering God and he says, Woe is me, for I am undone. Because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. In other words, Isaiah recognized that in the presence of God, God was everything. He was pure, and He was holy, and He was nothing. But in God, in His mercy, and in His love, used Isaiah anyway. And in worship, as we come into His presence and we see this clarity, we come to the same thing. And through that humility, He uses us. In Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16, the Bible says, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden underfoot of men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it gives light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You are the vessel through which God is going to use to win this world. But it is through being a submitted vessel, an humble vessel. And we become submitted and we become humble and we become moldable through worship. If we lose our way, we lose our light. It isn't about what I say for God, but it is how I live for God. And in worship, it's not about stopping and saying, God, I thank you. God, I recognize your goodness. God, I recognize you do these things. God, I recognize... But it is purposefully living in the principles of God, saying, God, I want this and I will do what you tell me to do in order to receive this. Or God, I acknowledge, I magnify your word, I believe it's truth, and as a result, I will live it out in my life. In that way, we live lives of worship. And worship is the constant renewal of our perspective that shapes us. It helps us realize we can't, we aren't, But He can and He is everything that we need and everything that we will be. But ultimately, worship produces the most important characteristic in the life of the believer. And that is humility. When we come in contact with God and we stand in His presence, we, as C.S. Lewis said, encounter something that is immeasurably greater than us. And when we recognize that, we will then begin to realize our place as His children submitted to Him, following His Word and lifting up His Word in our life. And then our worship will not just be what we say in song, which is important, but in the way that we live. And as we live lives of worship, He will be exalted through our marriages, through our children, through our jobs, through our finances, through our thoughts. And truly then will we live lives of worship, but it all centers in humility. 
Let's pray. Lord, Heavenly Father God, I thank you, Lord, for this day, and I thank you for all that have taken part in this episode here on Growing Together. And God, I just ask, Lord, as only you can, Lord, that you would produce in us humility. Lord, that we would live lives of worship and submission, recognizing who you are and our need for you and our submission to you. And after that, God, and through that, we ask that your blessing would reign over our lives. And God, we'll give you praise in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that you have been blessed by God's word. We invite you to come be a part of our community each week at our Graniteville location at 208 Bettis Academy Road in Graniteville, South Carolina, or online at granitevillecommunity.com. Worship services are Sunday at 9.30 and 11 a.m. Join us and let's grow together.